At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Hey, it's Monique, and I am back with another solo episode for you. This is going to be another one of my kind of behind the scenes episodes because I know you guys enjoy it. And I feel like I'm in a season of business right now where I'm really thinking about YouTube. So I want to share some not only some tips for you guys, but also more of my experience and what I'm planning to do to put videos out consistently. So in this episode, we're going to talk about why I started my YouTube channel, why I'm coming back after being gone for so long and what's so different this time around. Also, my plans to produce a weekly video on YouTube and some tips on how you can start your own channel, because I think it's important for me. I can't help myself (laughs) to share some ways that you can get started, especially because I get DMs from people asking that question. So I want to make sure that I cover that for you. I hope you're having a great day. And if not, I hope it gets better for you. So I want to go ahead and talk about why I started my YouTube channel. I actually went vegan back in, I think it was April 2010. And when I did it, I had no idea what to what to eat, which is a concern for so many people. It's like, okay, this sounds great in theory, but like, how do I make this a part of my life? How do I make it a lifestyle? And so I just, of course, started to experiment in the kitchen a lot. And I was learning how to do this with a family. So as I started to get more comfortable about things and I realized how delicious the food is and how I can, I felt like I can do it. I wanted to share it. And so I started a blog initially and I would just, you know, post things, recipes and things I was trying, letting people know if it was good or not, trying different products, kind of reviewing those and just talking about like how things were going with my family. And one day I went to lunch with one of my cousins and she's just like, you should start a YouTube channel after she ate all of my vegan dish. Okay. She had like fish and all this other stuff on her plate, but she messed around and ate my meal. And she was like, this food is so good. You should start a YouTube channel. And I was just like, hell no, (laughs) I'm not doing YouTube. Used to, of course, love watching YouTube. I still do. I watch a lot of YouTube, but At that time, it's me being somebody to put myself out there and put videos out. I was just like, no, because I used to see comments and people were just like really crazy in the comments on YouTube. And so it's like, why would I put myself in that? Like, why would I subject myself to bullying and nonsense? So it's like, why would I do that? But I did go home and think about it. And I started the channel, I think, a couple of days later, even though I didn't post on it for like, I think, several months. But I just started the page and I thought about it. And I was like, well, I got the Brown Vegan website. So I guess I could just be Brown Vegan on YouTube. Let's see how this goes. And that's how it all got started. And, you know, after putting videos out, it's a lot of work. I mean, anybody who does YouTube can tell you it's just a lot of work. 
And after putting videos out for years, it kind of, in so many ways, people call me, I've actually been called this like an OG in this space because, you know, I've been around for a long time. And yeah, that's how I, I feel like that's how a lot of people recognize me or know me for is my YouTube channel. And so that's why I really want to go back to it. You know, I took a long break. My break was about three years, which is crazy how fast time goes. But I took that break and now I'm ready to come back because I think that out of all the platforms for me, I can make the biggest impact on YouTube. So you know how people go to Instagram and TikTok for recipes, but I feel like it's so fast paced that people are looking at this content, they're enjoying this content, but they're not actually making the food. They're not actually trying a lot of the products and things like that because it's so fast paced and then you move on to the next video or whatever else is going on, you get distracted and then you forget about it. It's so easy to do that on those platforms. And I feel like with the long form content, you build a deeper relationship. Like the people who connect with me and rock with me, who have been rocking with me for years is usually because of YouTube or this podcast. Like that's what I feel like. And so it's important to me to play. It's so important for me to play the long game. That's what I'm really thinking about. And so being on YouTube, in my opinion, is the best way to go because you have that SEO power that's working in your favor. You know, Google owns YouTube. So people are more likely to come across your content. I get comments on videos that were five years old. So it's so easy for you to get what you need on YouTube. I feel like I feel like people are able to connect with you on a different level on that platform. So that's why I want to come back. And also, I just feel like long term, I'll be able to reach more people. I also feel like YouTube is a, a great portfolio for me. So I noticed in the past years ago, I was able to secure like speaking and cooking demos and things like that because organizers would find me on YouTube and they would want to work with me. And so I think that that's a great way if you're somebody who wants to put yourself out there in a bigger way. That platform, in my opinion, stands out the best. And it's also a good way for brands to see how it is to work with you. And that's what I want them to have, that experience. So those are the motivations for me to get back on YouTube. The difference this time around, though, is that I'm not going to be stuck in the results. I feel like when I used to make YouTube videos before, I used to be like stuck on the numbers and, oh, I, you know, I had to get a certain amount of watch time. Well, it wasn't watch time back then. It was more so focused on views, views and subscribers. Like I used to obsess about getting subscribers. And now it's less, it's now it's just like I'm more focused on the quality of the viewer and or the subscriber than the quantity, because I really just want to have like this long-term connection with the people who follow me. So that's more of the focus. And I really just want to focus on being consistent, improving the quality of my videos as I go forward. And I also want to just really focus on ways to make not only vegan life appealing to people and approachable, but also, like I said, I want people to actually try the food, try the products that I promote. You know what I mean? Like I want it to be more of a engaged situation. And I just don't feel like you get those on other platforms, of course, but it's just it's just so different. You know, the vibe is so different on YouTube. And so that's what my goal is to, you know, focus on those things that I can control and not focus on things I can't. I can't control people viewing it or liking it, but I can control how I show up in a consistent way. And I can control making sure that the recipes and the tips and all the information that I give out is easy for people to follow 
and they feel accomplished when they do try something and they're more likely to try something else that I recommend. So that's what the goal is with YouTube is just putting myself out there and, you know, stop hiding (laughs) and showing up in a big way to make the impact that I think that I can make on this world. So that's what that looks like. Because the truth is, everybody's not going to be vegan, but if I can help people just eat more vegetables overall, that would be great because I feel like as Americans, we don't do that. We don't eat enough vegetables. So that would be like the big, big goal for the channel. Trying it, coming back for more. You know, I want people to do that. Try different recipes and then come back for more. So now I want to talk about my plans to produce a video consistently and my cons- my idea of consistency is once a week. So for you know me to go so long without posting and then kind of having like all of these false starts, like we'll come back for a little bit and then leave again. I just want to really come back and be committed to that. You know, it's so it's so easy to like do something one time and never do it again. And so I don't want to do that. I want to really come back and make it something that not only doesn't stress me out, like burn me out. Like I know back in the day, YouTube used to burn me out so much, but I just wanted to come. I want to come back in a way that actually doesn't feel like it's as much stress as I used to have about it, because what's the point of that? Like I wanted to be an enjoyable experience, you know? So I'm going to share some tips on what I'm planning to do to make that easy. The first thing I'm going to do is make sure that I post things that I'm already eating. I guess so that I don't have to worry about doing as much recipe writing and even like the most simple meals that I make that I'm like, nobody want to see this because it's just too simple. I feel like I get the most traction on that type of stuff. So for instance, I'm going to film a video in about a week or so making spaghetti (laughs) because I think that that's what people need. You know, they need to know that this is something that is not only familiar, it could be accessible ingredients. It's just delicious. Like I'm going to start making those types of things that I actually eat. Not saying that in my previous videos, those aren't things I eat because all of that stuff is. But I guess what I mean is that I don't want to feel like the pressure of doing a whole bunch of recipe writing unless I'm in the mood for that. You know what I mean? I just need to make this process as as simple as possible for myself. And I figured that would be one of the easiest ways to do that. I also plan to record voiceovers to save some time on my videos. A lot of times I don't feel like getting dressed up. Like right now I'm recording in a t-shirt and some shorts that I slept in, you know, like I don't like getting ready for the camera. Sometimes I have those moods where I am okay with that. And I would try to like record several things and take pictures during those times. But overall, I am not really interested in getting ready for the camera and doing all those things. So it's easier for me to just record the cooking video and then do a voiceover and make sure that I, you know, add a little bit of more storytelling to it, make sure that I engage make the voiceover like kind of engaging so it's just not like add some pepper and you know I don't want it to be robotic so I want to make sure it's engaging but I don't also don't want to give myself the pressure to be in every single video I do think it's important for me to show up for some of the videos but if I don't and I feel like that's stopping me from putting videos out then I'm not going to be in the video I'll just do a voiceover and keep it moving So if you've been following me for a while, you already know how much I love green juice, but sometimes I don't feel like picking up the ingredients or I don't feel like cleaning out my juicer. I know y'all can relate. So on those days, I make sure that I grab AG1 from Athletic Greens. 
Shout out to them for partnering with me for this episode of the show. With one simple scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source ingredients, and probiotics. It's the perfect way to start your day because it has a special blend of ingredients that supports your gut health, your nervous system, recovery, focus, energy, all of the things that we care about. And instead of taking a million different pills every day or different supplements, you just have everything you need in one simple scoop. I know you've been seeing AG1 all over the place, so I want to share with you my personal experience and why you should consider purchasing it yourself. My favorite part is the simplicity. I like that all I have to do is when I wake up in the morning, put my scoop in the shaker, put some cold water in there and some ice too, and I just shake it up for 20 seconds and then I just enjoy it that way. As far as the smell, it actually has a sweet smell to me, kind of tropical, and I will also describe that as the taste too. It's greens though, so it's not gonna taste like a cinnamon roll in the morning. However, I feel like it has a pretty decent taste to it. When I drink it, it reminds me of pineapple and papaya. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash brownvegan Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash brownvegan to take ownership over your health and to pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. As always, I'm going to place the link for this in the show notes as well as the blog post to make it easy for you to click through. Another thing too is that I'm not pressuring myself this time around to use my big camera. I have two Canon cameras that I use in previous videos, but now I have like a smaller, I think it's a, dang, what is it? It's a Canon. I'll put it in the show notes. It's a Canon. Is it a Mark V? Mark something. It's very small. It's a very small camera that I've actually filmed a couple of videos with, and I'm just going to keep it simple like that. Like I don't want the pressure of Taking out that big camera, as long as my lighting is good, as long as I get the shots, I feel like that's all that really matters. The big camera with the lenses and all of that and worrying about focusing, that's a whole lot. And I'm not there yet. I'm saying, not saying I won't get there, but right this second, I'm not. And to me, it's about being consistent. And I feel like most people who want the information is not going to be so caught up in all the, the other things. Like that's another thing too that I'm making sure that I don't do is making sure that I don't worry about like fancy editing and all of that type of stuff. It's like as long as it's consistent, it's focused, decent lighting and good sound quality. Those are the things I'm focused on. You know, I don't want to get caught up in all of the details because I know you can probably relate to this, even if you're not trying to be on YouTube, but just in general, when you spend so much time getting caught up in the thick of the details, you do nothing. <laughs> at least I know I don't. So for me, it's just like, what can I do to make this process as simple as possible so that I will show up consistently, you know? So I'm not going to focus on all of that right now. Another thing that I'm doing is I feel like I'm in the season of YouTube, right? The last season of my life was my podcast season when I was like batch recording so many interviews and now I'm in a YouTube season. So what I'm wanting to do, what I'm doing is batch filming my videos ahead of time to just so I can save time and I always have something. And I am proud to say that I have four videos that are filmed. They're not edited, but they're filmed. And I'm just like, oh. 
I haven't been here in so long. <laughs> it feels so good to be back here. And that's where I am. I know in a previous episode, I mentioned that I had a video editor and she did do a couple of videos for me. She actually did like three videos for me. But when I was looking at my budget and the way that was set up, I was like, I cannot afford this right this second. Like I only want the essentials on my team right now. Like I want people on the team that I feel like really, really helps me because I can afford to just... I couldn't afford it. That's just the bottom line. I don't even need it. You you understand. <laughs> I just couldn't afford it right this second. And so I'm doing all of it now. I'm doing the filming, the planning, the thumbnails, the shooting, the editing, all of it. And I'm glad actually because, because it had been so long since I've done everything, I'm learning more. And so I'm able to like pour better into my clients, the people who sign up for like strategy calls for YouTube. I'm able to pour more into them because I am like in the thick of things with them, you know? So I'm learning just as much as they are about how this all works. And so I'm actually glad that, that it actually ended up working out that I don't have the video editor anymore because like I said, in this season of my life, I'm learning more. And not only that, um, it just didn't fit my budget. So the last thing that I'm doing this time around is I'm making sure that I do a lot of the heavy lifting in my video creation process before I actually start shooting. And so what that looks like is it's me visualizing what this I want the video to look like and planning a lot of those early steps in the beginning, like the stuff that people kind of make an afterthought. And I'm in people when I say that. <laughs> A lot of the things that I made an afterthought when I used to make videos before, it's like more important. So for instance, planning my shots a little better so I don't have a whole bunch of footage that I have to edit through, thinking about the title of my video before I start shooting it, thinking about what I want to say as far as like any tidbits that I need to talk about, writing out the recipe ahead of time, just like all of those different things and thumbnails too. I think I said that already. Did I say that? Anyway, <laughs> thumbnails. I'm thinking about like all of that now. And before I used to just, I literally would just put my camera on and just start shooting stuff. <laughs> and then I'll like figure out everything later and it would take me so long to put videos out. And so now I'm more proactive and now I'm like, okay, what can I do to make sure that I put this, get this done so that it can speed up the whole process, like doing all of the heavy lifting initially so that the editing isn't as taxing. So that's what I'm really focusing on these days. That's how I want to be able to get these videos out on a consistent basis. So even though I started off by saying that I want the videos to go out weekly, I don't know, like I told you I have four videos right now. I don't know if I'm going to do that initially. It may just be every other week for now because I need to get <laughs> the video production thing going. I need to get more content shot. So maybe I won't give myself that type of pressure because I don't also, like I said, I don't want to burn out. I want to make sure that this is something that's like, I'm playing a long game, you know? <laughs> what am I, what can I do to not feel like, oh, I don't know if this is working for me, you know? So I may just start off bi-weekly, but I would love, and I cannot wait to be on a weekly basis, you know? I'm thinking Sunday mornings, every Sunday morning, you'll get a new video for me to get ready for the new week. That's how, that's what my vision for this is. So I know that it'll come, it'll come true. I just have to be graceful with myself, you know, be patient, be patient with myself and, you know, it'll come together. Okay, so this next section, like I mentioned before, where I'm going to talk about some things that you can do to set up your channel, like some baby steps that you can take. 
And I think that some of the things that you can do, one of the first things that you can do is think about your pillars of content. What type of content do you want to put on YouTube and start to like map those things out in like a content planner? I think the easiest way to figure out what you are going to post on YouTube is to find figure out what's working on your other platforms. So for instance, if you have TikTok or you have Instagram or a blog and you notice that those things like certain posts do well, just make a long form version of that for YouTube. You know, like I think that that's the easiest way to start. And the way you figure that out is looking at your analytics and just seeing what's performing well. And I just know that that would be like a great way for you to, you know, get going so you can figure out what to actually post on YouTube. Also, don't feel like you have to go out and buy a fancy camera. Like your phone is dope. Like your the phone you have right now, the phone you might be listening to this podcast episode on is all you really need. That, some natural light, and go ahead and do that. <laughs> you know, you can, iMovie actually, I don't know if you're, if you're an Apple person, I'm an Apple person. iMovie actually has an app version where you can take all of your clips, put it in there, edit, and then upload it. You know, I like to edit on my computer. I actually use an external drive. I'll make sure to link it below. Make sure, that's another thing. I didn't even write this in my notes, but make sure that you're using an external drive if you are editing your videos on a computer or laptop because you will kill your processor if you're not. So I'll link to the one that I use. I love it. And so basically you're saving all your files on the external drive and you're editing on the external drive. So that way you don't not only kill your processor, but like your memory, you know, it's better that way. So external drive is the way to go. But these days, I mean, I'm, I see people and I, uh, I talk to people who do all their videos on their phone and I'm just like, that is wild. <laughs> That's wild. So I know you can do it and you should do it just to start because you don't want to invest so much money into it. And you realize it's not for you. You know, I feel like all of the fancy lighting and cameras and all of that different types of software. And I feel like that's something that you can invest with, invest into later on. You don't have to worry about that to get started. You just want to get started for real. That's what you need to focus on. Getting it out, putting yourself out there and putting these videos out there. And that brings me to my next tip, which is to start recording and editing and uploading before you feel ready. Because the truth is, you will never, ever feel ready for any of this. <laughs> like, I'm telling you, I, you, you know, I've been on this game for a while. I've been here forever. And to come back took so much out of me. It stressed me out. <laughs> it was so hard for me to come back. And you would think that, oh, it's easy to come back because you've already done it. But no, sometimes it's actually harder because you're like, oh my gosh, this ex- there's this expectation that people may have because they're used to certain things and you may want to change things up. It's just, then you feel like you're like messing up in front of an audience. So it's all of those different things. So don't don't get in your head. The thing that really helped me to start recording again is that I actually took myself out of the equation. And I know it sounds kind of weird because it's like, you're, it's you, right? It's your work. You're putting yourself out there. But when I started really, really focusing on the impact and what I wanted to do for other people, it made me, it made it so much easier for me to start filming again, because I was just like, this is not about you. <laughs> this ain't got nothing to do with you. In so many ways, I kind of feel like, I'm the the vessel for the information. I'm a vessel. Like my job is to just make this lifestyle approachable for people. And I feel like I naturally do that. So it's like, it's a disservice to everybody if I don't show up, you know? So taking myself out of it 
Mm, chef's kiss. It just really made a difference. And I think that that will make a difference for you as well. Just focus on what you can do for other people, how you can serve other people. It make you a little less self-conscious about things that may be holding you back. Like, for instance, if you're somebody who's concerned about maybe your weight or you don't like your kitchen or your skin or just anything. There's so many things that we can find wrong with ourselves, right? But taking yourself out of the equation and focusing more on the people that you're trying to help, it changes the game for you. It really does. So yeah, those are what my plans are and tips for you to start your channel. Thank you so, so much for listening. I really appreciate it, guys, as always, for your time. If you're enjoying this episode, make sure that you go over to Apple or even not even just this episode, but just all of the episodes. Make sure that you go over to Apple Podcasts, search Brown Vegan, scroll down, tap on me after you find me, <laughs> rate this the show five stars like hit the five star button to rate the show and then leave a comment and let me know if you enjoy this episode and other episodes that you're enjoying as well it's a free way to support the show it allows other people to find us so thank you in advance for doing that so yeah that's all i have for you today i'll be back soon with another solo episode if you have a suggestion dm me for future solo episodes like i said i feel like i'm in this this youtube groove right now so if you have some suggestions for youtube specifically especially if you have suggestions for youtube reach out to me and i would love to be able to do a future solo episode on that topic or whatever part of YouTube you want to talk about. So yeah, that's it, y'all. Have a great day and I'll talk to you soon. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.